We are back. How you been, man? How you feeling? I've been pretty well. How about yourself? Uh, better than I deserve, man. Better than I deserve. Um, <laughs> I, you are sounding super clear. Uh, so clear, in fact, that I can hear myself a little bit coming through the speakers a tad. So maybe you just want to touch down that level just a little bit more if you could for me man just get these kinks worked out just yet folks just we will i promise but uh yeah monster's got a new mic thanks to uh all your help yeah it was a long time coming my other one was uh kind of ghetto a little bit a little bit but you know gotta start somewhere man and um How's that? Is that better? Uh, let's see. Can you hear an echo of me now? Actually, no. It, it's much better. Good. At least from my from my uh, hearing. We'll see what the audience thinks. But uh, yeah, you sounded fantastic. Um, it's been like you know a little little hiatus there. We want to thank everyone for for hanging and and waiting for the next show with bated breath. I know all, all you people are out there anxious when's the next cultivation conversation coming well yeah i got quite a few messages people asking uh me too me too man but um you know sometimes life just has a way of uh of happening and uh ain't nothing we can do about it but but you know we're, we're coming back in the saddle as soon as possible so we might get another episode in this week we'll see now that like, uh, you know, the football season's coming to a close. Like we said, we'll certainly have more time. What'd you think about those games yesterday, man? Wow. I mean, what a – the playoffs, all you know, in general, every week, even Wild Card weekend, we had some uh, pretty amazing games. It has um, been an unreal right. playoff. Nail biters, you know. Except for the first round when both of our teams got blown out, but – <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was every round <laughs> since then has been uh has been uh, definitely highly entertaining and that's that's all I am after, man. Some you know, close games with good plays, um fun to watch, fun to just smoke a bunch of bongs and eat some edibles, just watch a day of football, man. Yeah, buddy. It's great, but um yeah, let me see. Uh, what are you smoking on tonight? Anything different? Um, right now, I'm smoking on, on a little bit of the um, lemon carba. Cool. And um, I made some RSO uh, yesterday. Made a little bit more with some uh, trimmings I had. And I'm on quite a bit of that. I don't, I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm... I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty lit. Let's just say that. Well medicated. Slurring your words a little bit, maybe. No, I can't. I can't hear it at all. But <laughs> let me ask you. So I'm, I try. I'm trying to make some RSO myself. Yep. Um, you know, but got it to the point where I have it, um, like the alcohol burned off, uh, dissolved, and it's just, it's the oil. The, it, it's RSO, but it is in a mason jar yeah how do i like 
get it off the bottom of the mason jar and into a form where I can use it. You want to know my secret? Yeah. I don't bother getting it off the bottom of the mason jar. I no? just grab it. Yeah. No, nah, I just grab. Yeah, I just grab what I need, and then when I can't get any more, you can kind of like try to like reclaim a little bit by cleaning it with more alcohol. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty hard to get it all out of there. I mean, you could, because when it's hot, you can pour it out of there. A little bit, um, yeah. But you're still gonna lose a lot, like pouring, like pouring it out the side of the glass. Like it just. Once it gets, you know, once it's ready, it's thick. It's it yeah, sticks to just yeah. about everything. Exactly. I mean, I was thinking like I just leave it at the bottom of the jar. The mason <laughs> jars are cheap, like for sure. You know what I mean, if you, it, you know, if worst comes to worst, and you don't want to recook with it because it's got a bunch of old RSO in there, then just use another jar. All you right, know, all like, right. Yeah, that, and that's, just like spread it on some toast or something. I usually just I have like a dab tool. I reach in there and I usually just grab a glob and put it in my mouth <laughs> nice nice all right no need to mess around it's already like uh you know decarboxylated and it's highly concentrated man that shit will um no that's how i'm gonna do it now too that's no need to fuck around with uh like one of those plastic syringes i was looking at you can like you know you can you can do that too. You could syringe it up. I've seen people do that, and that's fine. But even like once it cools down, it's hard to get out of that syringe. You got to like soak it in hot water. Um, you know what I mean to be able to gotcha. Yeah. get it hot enough to to pour out. So I like being able to just open the mason jar, grab it and go. Cool. And um, I I try to cook it slow. Um, I have a crock pot that I'll just put the mason jar in with like without any water or anything. Um. I actually don't even have the container, like the inside of the crock pot. I just take that out and I put the jar right on top of like the metal uh, element, basically. Nice. And it it'll take a while, you know, six seven hours anyway to do it that way. But I'm in usually no rush anyway. And you you know it's ready when it stops bubbling, and you can smell it, like it'll start smelling like oil. Oh yeah, house. oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it it definitely stunk the house up, but um. You know, it. I wanted to make some. I've I've never done it, and to be quite honest, um, I, you know, I got a couple, couple autos that I really have not been very happy with as far as like, uh, you know, smoke quality. I'll just say that like, I'm not I'm not going to be smoking them. So I got to find something Perfect to do oil. with it. Yeah, um, it's real easy to make. It just. Uh... Just gotta be a little careful. That's all when you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when especially when you're using like Everclear, it's yeah. flammable. People, you know, don't uh, don't be fucking around lighting bongs and stuff. Definitely flammable, guys. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Definitely now. flammable. You know, we don't want anybody blowing up their house making RSO. Ah, it's. I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's how I'm gonna do it then. I won't even mess around trying to get it out of the mason jar, man. I'll just uh... yeah. I just feel like no, no matter how you attempt to do that, you're gonna lose some. All right, now I'll we're talking like it's hard to gauge, you know, strength. Okay, now I I would say I used an ounce of flour. Um, yeah, and man, I can't. I don't even know how much actual alcohol I used. I mean, it was probably 
close to a court. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, like potency wise, I have no idea. I I guess I'm, I'm just going to start with what, like a grain of rice sized little dab and see where that gets me. Yeah. I feel like edibles in general take like a good four hours or so before I'm like fully fucked up from whatever edible, you know, um, so and RSO is the same way. It's just a concentrated edible. That's the way you got to look at it. So usually like within a, a two hours or so, I can start to feel it a little bit and then it's just getting progressively stronger and stronger. Um, cool. right now I'm at about hour five from the RSO I took. I'm peaking, so I'm man. I'm peaking. Pretty fucking good right now. The, well medicated. The visuals are coming in, brah. I'm peaking. <laughs> but uh no that's 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 cool man i'm definitely excited to try it out um i am over here tonight smoking on some triple grape which okay. i must say is uh one of the finest auto flowers i have had the pleasure of smoking um i actually was this is it's not not a fabricated story, but I was just downstairs and I was confused as to which grinder had which flower in it. One has the neurotoxin and one I put the triple grape in. And they smell very similar. Like it's just very gassy, um, you know, potent, sticky, sticky, sticky kind of light green flower that I just love, man. I was, you know, I'm really, I'm really coming to the realization that like, not all auto flowers are created equal. Like, not even the ones from like the same breeder. You know, like all certain strains just aren't for me. Just not my favorite. You know, like I certain terp profiles. Yeah. Just no. I I like them better. Understandable. Um. And that's kind of like where the photo periods are are coming into play here for me. And like, I I I, I don't want to waste uh, space in my tent. You know, growing uh, plants that like I'm not going to be happy smoking because that is my primary method of consuming is smoking flour. It always has been, and. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. You know, it's just how I do yep. things. And if I'm not, if I'm not into the quality of the flower to like enjoy smoking it, then it's just, you know, it's not working for me. And that's kind of, there were a few plants I had recently and I'm not going to say which ones, you know, if you maybe want to want to hit me up on IG and ask privately, I, I could do that. I don't want to like, you know, it really, what it comes down to is just a personal preference sort of thing. Like there's nothing about the plants themselves that are like genetically inferior, but like, I don't know, man, maybe I just fucked them up drying or something because they don't, they don't got any terps. Um, you know, the, the, one of the big things for me too, is like the consistency of the flower. And if it's like, I've said it before, if it's like uh, 
silky and, and velvety kind of texture if, or if it's like this crumbly, you know, gritty kind of thing. And I find autos mm -hmm. tend to have that grittiness sometimes. I, I don't like it at all. Uh, I, like, I like the velvety flower. So, you know, I'm just getting a little more picky, I think, in my old age. It's coming out. You, know? <laughs> you picky bastard. That's right. I'm like Next thing you know, you'll be sitting outside with you on your front lawn drinking a beer with your shotgun. Get off my lawn. That's right. I remember everything was better back in nineteen eighty six and when you know that's that'll be the kind of old man I am for sure. But uh you know I I don't like I said, I don't think it's anything to do with the plants necessarily. I mean maybe possibly um I, you know I'm, i might have some thoughts about that like i said if you want to ask me on ig but um you know here's the thing it's like i do feel like the community sometimes has a bit of an issue hyping up everything okay oh yeah certainly and like Okay, like there's a lot of people growing out there, man. There's a lot of seeds, a lot, a lot of strains being put out by a lot of breeders. And like, what are you telling me that all of them are fucking fire? You telling me every single one is like, you know, hot, hot heat. Like you gotta, gotta get it, can't miss. You know, like I don't think so. And I, I don't, I, I really. Don't hear very many times people say, like, straight up, you know what? I tried it. I didn't like it. And here's why. Um, and I, and I, I'm, I'm hesitant to do it myself. I'm, you know, it's like, I don't want to blow people up. I don't want to, you know, rip on anyone's hard work, man. But, like. Yeah, because, I mean, without blowing anybody up, it would probably be fair to say that um, you like uh other strains this breeder may have may or may not have created right um yeah it you know it's fair to say that for sure some more so uh, than others um you know I, like yeah. I, i'm gonna be very nebulous here guys like again it's it's <laughs> maybe i'll do a little bit of soul searching and, and see if i can really like you know be the guy who's like shouting out names of breeders and, and giving you my, my straight up unfiltered harsh opinions because like, let's be real. Like I got them. I kind of want to say it. I, I kind of really do, but it's just like, I, you know, again, I don't want to rip on anyone's hard work and there are just personal preferences involved that like, I, you know, I don't think it's, my place to say but i do have opinions <laughs> if you ask me on ig i will be very forthcoming with them let's just say that for now okay um and yeah this triple grape is fan fucking tastic um hold on i'm i'm searching for a lighter so i can try it out but i can't find one but Oh, such is life, man. Such is life. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. One you see sec. My desk. I have like five lighters. Man, always I, have I, one here. I could use one. I could really use one. Hang on, one sec. I'm gonna pause it.
All right. Unpaused. That was maybe 10 seconds in real time. I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even leave out the bong rip here for you guys. Uh-oh. Now, I can definitely taste 50% more grape than double grape. <laughs> <clears throat> For sure. It is a, it is a, and it definitely an improvement upon the double grape, man. I got to say, like, this is a, definitely a cool strain. Now, I'm not sure if it's coming around again I, like i got one bean of it from someone who had it from like a rare a rare drop not that not that long ago one of those things that just kind of an evolution of double great man there's a lot of that stuff out there you know oh yeah you don't necessarily have to get the triple grape but it's a good strain to play with this one is good um and yeah, uh, let's see. Other than that, the auto pots are kicking ass up there, dude. It's un. Sorry, I mean to ask you. Un yeah, I like it. Believable how much, like, a how easy it is, and how much work it takes off my shoulders. Like that's worth the cost of admission alone. Okay, but the fact that they're growing bigger faster you know more vigorous they're they're just like they're fucking enormous man and i can't even stop them if i wanted to it's it's <laughs> unbelievable like you said how much they will drink on their own if you just let them take you know like i mean here's as much as you want gals go at it and like yeah i'm up there and it's like sometimes they'll go through 10 gallons in a day man six plants yeah. It's unbelievable. Nice. Um, especially now they're like, you know, mid mid stretch, like day um day twelve of flower here, so who boy. Yeah, it's it's a jungle up there, man, and like a couple things I should have done differently, you know, looking back on it, like had I known uh had I known these things would blow up like this, I would have definitely put a trellis in much sooner. Yeah, putting in a trellis as an afterthought, it's a tough situation. Indeed. Indeed. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to make the best of it, man, because I have three strains up there, three different types, you know, all from uh, joint. His Cushion OJ, his um, Blueberry, and um, one of them's like an Alien OG cross with Triangle Cush, I think. Ooh. Yeah, real. That's that one actually is looking I'll get to. It. I'll get I'll get to that. But uh so they're all like different sizes, growing different speeds. Um you know, that's one thing like I kind of took with me from the auto world where I'm I'm used to that variety and um yep. I enjoy it. But in f the photo period world, you know, when you're you're trying, you know, aiming for like consistency and um, that sort of thing. I, I 
that was my first mistake was not going with one strain per yeah it's it's tough to mix them up or at least uh you know pairing up like i would say you know like if one's like a 70 percent sativa hybrid like you're gonna want to at least have something similar to that not like a 70 percent indica go right next to that yeah yep um just to manage you know relative sizes and all that stuff like i don't want to have to like because i'm used to being able to do this like milk crate method where you know i stack my plants up um i let them grow up to be whatever size they want to be and then then i'll put them on a milk crate to like boost them in height now since i have can't do that with the auto parts exactly exactly and that's you know not something that like necessarily dawned on me before i started this whole thing and was one of those just kind of like it was an afterthought you know and i'm i'm dealing with that so that was my first mistake is not just going with the same strain but making it work dude making it work and um doing my daily like tucks and weaves through that net um trying to let the the blueberries right i have three blueberries and they're all like a little bit shorter not much but definitely a little shorter so with the help of the nets you know and and letting things kind of balance out i mean they're only like six eight inches below the tops of of the, the three others um which isn't that bad and they're still they're, they're still growing too so i still have time to uh you know weave the others and let let the blueberries grow up as much as they can yep but man it's been uh definitely amazing to see these auto pots in action and i'm like I'll say it to everyone out there, if you ain't automated, like, you gotta start considering it in some regard. Like, I don't care if you get the auto pots, you know, Monster might, because he wants you to, you know, use his, use his code, but it don't matter. However you do it, I think it's worth, like, you know, even going to Home Depot and getting, like, some quarter-inch tubing and some drippers, man. If you know how to do it, make it work. Yeah, you got to have some sort of automation. 100%, man. The hand-watering world is for schlubs. I'm just going to say it. Just for schlubs. Yeah, it's tough, especially um, if you want to go out of town for a day or two or a week. Can't really do that if you're hand-watering, you know. Unless you get somebody to watch your plants and, and water for you, but they usually just fuck it up. It's true. They do. Now, I will say that I'm glad I started with the hand watering because it taught me a lot, you know, and um, you're never going to learn that skill unless you do it. Um, But I I don't think I don't think you're ever going to like achieve perfection with hand watering. Okay. Whereas auto pots, just straight up, man, it it is perfection because they just 
drink what they want. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, you can't yeah. give them more. You can't give them less. It, they do it on their own. No power, just gravity. And it's like, I would have never given them that much water some days. And uh, each plant's allowed to have as much as it wants. Like, it's... I don't want to make it a, a commercial for, for Autopot here, but, like, I'm I'm definitely enjoying um, the whole experience. And the, with the organics, it's not that hard to incorporate some some top dressings and uh, foliar sprays, which is actually one thing I wanted to talk to you about tonight. All right, fire away. Well... Oh, you! I want to talk to you some. Like, how do you use foliar spray as a part of a feeding regimen? I mean, I know, I know, we've talked about it as far as IPM, but like, yeah, do you ever feed your plants with foliar yeah. spray? Yeah, I'm a big fan or a big you know advocate of foliar feeding. Um, there's one in particular that I use a lot that I like. It's by uh, House and Garden. Magic Greens. I never um, Works really, really good. Um, it's very highly concentrated. It's got some kelp, some microbes, you know, some good stuff in there. Um, a little, 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 little bit. Good. I think it's like, I don't know if me correctly, like one to two milliliters per per liter. So uh, Just it a goes along bit. with, yeah, a couple of drops. And you notice within the next day that the, the the plants respond very, very well to it. Okay. Now, what, like, when would be a time, because it's obviously, it's better to feed your plants with a root drench, you know, like, through their... Well, the if you have a deficiency, the plant, you can fix it quicker with the foliar okay. than you can through through a root drench. There you go. That's That was my question. Like, what, in what instance would you want to foliar feed or like why you know like so if there's a deficiency it quick it, yep. it'll fix the problem quicker right generally speaking um it's not always the case but in most cases yeah um i personally i like to just foliar feed like i, I think of it like it is a boost um i'll do it a lot in early veg uh in seedling stage because it, the extra humidity is only going to you know, help be a, you know, help the the situation. Um, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, a consideration. I, like when you, you spray a room down, I mean, immediately afterwards, it's going to spike that humidity up. I mean, to 90% plus even. Um, yeah. And then usually the week before I flip, I'll try to get a couple of sprays in. Um, just give them that little last boost of you know a little less extra boost before flower cool um yeah cool nah, I'm, um, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of it i mean and it doesn't have to be anything special like you know i mentioned that particular product you can use just your regular base nutrient like just highly diluted you know um yeah now we're talking um you know if you're a if you're like a synthetic grower you can you can pretty much use any nutrient line I believe, um, you know, like what are you using now, Athena? Yeah, you could probably use a, a well, I mean, you could. You could definitely use like a watered-down, um, you know, base 
grow solution yeah of of athena certainly yeah now i i do think um you know if you're doing organics there are certain there's a lot of products you can use or with organics to do foliar feeding um but there are also a lot that you're going to not want to use um I, I think it's just a matter of the size of like the organic molecule that you're dealing with or like how how broken down that is how available that is to the plant how, uh, i i think it's um how collated it is yep um and there are you know forms of nitrogen and calcium and phosphorus all this stuff that like uh in its pure like raw form of like a like a bone meal or blood meal or something like that's really not going to help you at all if you just spray that on your plants no um yeah, i mean you you could I don't know, see where it gets you but um i really don't think that's that's going to be the kind of stuff you want to use whereas um you can do like a um aerated uh microbe tea yeah, com- I've seen people compost spray compost tea. tea. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, compost tea, uh, a sprouted seed tea, where, which is more like enzyme-focused sort of thing, is great for foliar feeding also. Um, now, I have a, a product. It's, I think it's from Build-A-Soil. It's like Build-A-Bloom, I, I think is the name of it. Um, and it's, you know, intended for like... Um, quick fix a quick dose of of that like flowering uh nutrient like a lot of calcium a lot of phosphorus a lot of uh potassium and and it's just a nice boost and the stuff is it uses like um soy aminos to collate these organic nutrients and so it is something that you can foliar feed and that's what i've been using um it's been working great. I mean, plants up there right now are, like I said, uh, two weeks through flower, and they are green as can be and just shooting upward, man. So it's, like you nice, said, it's a nice boost, you know, and that's, I feel like the timing is a big thing with foliar feeding too. Uh, like you said, veg is a great time for it, late veg. Um, early flower is my preferred time to do it. Like the first three weeks, but by day 21, I'm cutting them off from it. Like no more. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be spraying any type of like fertilizer on the buds past, you know, week two or three myself. So it's probably a good idea. Yeah. Once they start to get that like nice, you know, bud set looking, uh, I mean, even some pom poms. I'm I, I'm not gonna spray the pom poms too much because you know I could get those nice white pom poms looking a little like orangey and shriveled. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that. No. Nope. Um. But yeah, dude, it's it's a great tool in your grower's arsenal to like have at your disposal. Um. One thing I love about it is like you don't have to change your your normal feeding regimen 
to correct a deficiency in like one plant or give like one plant a little bit extra of something, you can just spray that one. You know what I mean? Yep, definitely. Um, That's a huge advantage, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, I mean, you know, and it's like it, it works quickly, like we were saying. So it, it can be used not just as a boost, but to correct deficiencies. Um, another thing I, I like a lot about it is that you don't need to wait for your soil to dry out to, to like act on a deficiency, let's say. You ever been yep. in the situation where, like, I don't know, you let's say you just watered, <laughs> you just did something, and then you're looking at your plant like you were maybe not paying too much attention, and then you start seeing those like rust colored spots on your leaves. You're like, oh, fuck, you know, I got a, a calcium thing coming, coming on here, but I just watered, so I, I can't water in a cow mag until like two, three days, you know? two, three days letting your calcium issue just get worse and worse ain't going to help anything. So fix it with Definitely a foliar not. spray. Fix it with the foliar spray, right? Yeah. People uh, definitely foliar Calmac. That's, um, you know, one thing I do have up there that's not organic is um, that like Botanicare Calmag in like a dire calcium circumstance which i have encountered before but it's you know pretty rare these days you know i'm a, i'm getting better at this thing but yeah if if you need calcium that's what you got that, that's what you got to do and you know it just got to adapt to the situation you have i guess so it's always a good thing to have at your disposal, man. That's that's my the way I look at it. Yeah, no, uh, CalMag, good good to have. Uh, like I said, I I like the uh, from uh, House and Garden. I like the uh, it's called Magic Green. It's a really high, it, it's expensive, but when you see how thick it is and how concentrated it is, you realize that you don't you don't need a whole lot. But, um, I mean, a, a bottle will last you a long, long fucking time. All right. Cool, man. Cool. Well, now, I guess maybe a couple extra things, just like best practices-wise when you're doing foliar feeding. Like we were saying, you want to be pretty aware of what nutrients you're using. You want to dilute the nutrients maybe half of what you typically use. Would you say well, that's if it, for for salts a, a lot less a lot less like, okay yeah like maybe 10 percent. 10 percent. gotcha i know mate i'm i'm coming at it from the organics world um yep those are the the ratios i see a lot of times are like half of what you're mixing with uh with your root drench feed type of thing but okay always check always check ingredients um you know, if it's a product that's intended. and don't spray, and, and if it's something you're spraying, you know, first time, just test like maybe, ha you know, half the plant, see how it reacts. That's a great. Don't go spraying idea. your whole room. I love that idea too. Now that's, I you know, that's something you you read, um, and it's like, 
I am not the kind of person that has the patience to do that. <laughs> like, but I would highly <laughs> advise that you do that. You know, like you can always spray like a branch and see what happens. You don't have to go balls deep like right away, guys. Just like slow your roll yeah, a I mean, little bit. All it takes is like a decimal point in the wrong place and your math is wrong and you've had it like 10 times the amount you were supposed to. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, so this is like, I guess we should say too, like you can really fuck your plants up doing this too. Like this is, oh, yeah. You know, um, no. I don't know. I, I, dude, I, I mean, dozens of people, you know, I've encountered that have fried their plants yep. foliar feeding. You can fuck oh, them yeah. up by mixing it too, too hot. You can fuck them up by uh, spraying with the lights on, um, and like you know, put, leaving them under high intensity light is like, um, you know, like a a little magnifying glass, like on an on an ant colony sort of effect. Yeah. You can get like burn spots on your leaves that way um, if you're not careful. Um, Certainly. I would think that that's more for like uh, HID sort of lights, not LED. No, you know, it all, it all depends on your situation, how close your light is to the plant. But um, I mean, I, I spray with the lights on, but I usually try to do it like 15, 20 minutes before lights go out till limit that exposure gotcha um but yeah yeah no and it's usually not a problem in the sun depending on your setup um and you know how big the water droplets are too that you're spraying on the plant that yeah that now, counts for something i mean another thing you might want to be conscious of too is if your light fixtures are like uh waterproof or what's the rating on it like ip66 yeah yeah, IP6, IPX, whatever. There's different yeah, make, different ratings. and Or, you know, I'm not saying you, that if they're not specifically rated that, that you're not going to be able to foliar spray, but at least be careful. Don't, like, be spraying directly on your light fixtures, that sort of thing. Yeah, and turn your, turn your fans and shit off to prevent, like, overspray. Yeah. Turn your fans off and... Um, you know, I th this shit that I was using, although it was organic, um, it didn't particularly like smell great, and it didn't feel great like getting in my eyes at all. So like, if you have, I don't know, what I ended up using was <laughs> an old pair of of sw swimming goggles, which work just fine. <laughs> Dude, I'd love, to, I'd pay for that footage. <laughs> It was my wife was laughing at me, man, because she said the same thing. Like, if only your followers could see you now. Like, you know, yeah, just with like a pair of like swimming goggles and fucking yeah, no clothes on. You know, well, I had my old speedo on too, so that was yeah, kind of there uh, you go. You know, add, added to the effect, but um, it was a windy day. I had the windows <laughs> open, and the meat hooks were just clanging around. <laughs> Oh man, you don't even want to know about the meat hooks these days. A lot of a lot of action going on in meat hook land, but that's for, yeah, that's buddy. for a different podcast. For, for there you go. <laughs> uh, it was it was fucking hysterical, man. I gotta say, and um, just protect yourselves. Whatever you gotta use, whether it's old swim goggles or uh, um, ski goggles, like your you know coronavirus masks, like whatever whatever just be careful 
don't blind yourself with fucking fertilizer and come blame me for it. That's the don't be doing that shit, guys. Aww. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Autoflower <laughs> maimed me. Give me the blame. <laughs> you know what that's from? No. Here it is again. Hold on, hold on. That is classified. Captain, give me the blame. No, I don't know. He says, that is classified, Captain. Give me the plant. <laughs> it's from, uh... Eva! Wally! <laughs> from that one. It's a banger. It's a Disney banger, man. Wally? Yeah, dude, Wally. Yeah. That's a great movie. I, I watched it again the other night. And, like, it had me a little choked up. Not gonna lie. Is that right? It's a fucking... It's a beautiful story about growing plants and like, you know, nah, you know, whatever your politics are. It's just, you know, I think we can all agree that if if we're not like responsible stewards of, uh, of the planet, that some bad shit might really happen one day. So, yeah, yeah, it's fair to very fair to say there, Captain. It was a uh, it was a touching story, man, and and it was you know at the end, funny when like the they find the plant, and it's like the uh, the computer on the ship is like kind of revolting, like they don't want they don't want them to find the plant, sort of thing. It's it's, it's interesting, very interesting. I, I suggest, you just spoiled the ending. I'm sorry, I should have said no spoilers, but. You should all go back and rewatch Wally, guys. Is what I'm saying. It's great time. Um, okay. Yeah, but uh, let me see what else I got going on upstairs. Unless there's anything that you had going on in in, in your world, man. I would... No, I've just been. Uh, I got a couple of rooms. I've been resetting, um, cleaning up, which is always fucking the worst part of it. Oh, of course. I hate like cleaning and all that shit. Sucks the worst man it's the least fun part of the job um but no um i'm getting ready to uh break out the uh autopot propagation dome and uh get that thing rolling start using it so i'm excited yeah. to uh to tap into that that the thing looks fucking awesome now are you like yeah no. dis disassembling everything kind of guy and and cleaning it by hand no, or you I mean, just kind of spray it, it all down? depends on all depends on what it is so like fan blades and stuff i'll try to get in there and take those off and clean them wipe them down you know wipe down the walls uh, um the light fixtures um i usually i have a hepa filter that i use as like an intake so i usually uh, swap those out every couple of grows just kind of you know sterilize things wipe out the auto pots flush some fresh water through the lines make sure there's no clogs just you know, stupid, simple shit. Cool. I don't go. I don't go nuts, but at the same time, you have to try to take that shit into consideration. You know, I think a lot of people don't. Yeah, you know? I mean, you at least want to get the most out of your equipment. You know, make sure. I think fan blades are a huge thing that people overlook because, like, you're still paying the same amount of electricity when that thing's on. You know, and if it's cluttered with dust and dirt it's slowing it down and you're just literally robbing yourself oh yeah so. dude, uh, just a little bit of dust on uh the the rotor of that thing can in 
decrease the efficiency by like 60 70 percent or even more it's amazing yep. and it's putting stress on the motor too which is going to wear it out prematurely so yeah yeah so uh you know even if you just grab a can of dust off and go about it the old-fashioned uh cheapskate sort of way yeah just don't do huff it. that shit <laughs> no, don't don't do that oh my god I got, or boof it. I got stories about huffing dust off, man. Not personally now, but uh, oh my god. Ba- was it? Did it happen in Bandcamp? <laughs> no, it didn't. But uh, just about, just about. I mean, kind of similar story, man. But no, I don't. I don't want to get into it now. It's, it'll be on a different episode. <laughs> ask me about my adventures with inhalants on instagram uh, I'll, I'll be very honest like always guys. i know a kid um well, i don't nearly know him but like you know i knew of him and uh he used to uh crack like nitrous canisters yeah right and uh he got a hold of a co2 canister and cracked that died instantly oh my god really what did he like pass out and hit his head no, like it. I don't know the way it like expanded in his lungs or something. Oh, like shit, you, you can't, you can't inhale that type of CO two. Oh, what was it like? Uh, see, I, I mean, shit, I have no idea what. So it was like CO two canister, like um, the kind looked, you pre- like you put in like a like a, a paintball gun. Correct or yeah, like, yeah air, air air rifle. Right. Well, that's yeah. not nitrous. Uh, that's a lot different than nitrous. Oh yeah, nitrous. Because well, the nitrous they those little canisters they look the same. Fuck, do they? Yeah. Oh my god, they they really they gotta very, label very those <laughs> like very very carefully. That or at yeah. least if you know if you're gonna inhale that shit, be very very careful about which ones you got. Holy shit! Or you could just not do that. <sighs> well, what fun is that? Um, yeah, it's kind of like living playing man yeah no i listen that's like where like we're talking like high school early early college there was like a night where like i stumbled upon a bunch of guys with like a tank of nitrous and you know balloons all that stuff it's like who's who you know that that's a good oh, time. Yeah, yeah 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 i've done i've done nitrous here and there that's a good time at a concert and you hear that like yeah wah 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 like that sort of effect. Usually, once during the holidays, I'll you know take a little couple of pops from the from the whip, whipped cream can. <laughs> exactly. My at least my. Why mom. is this whipped cream not working? <laughs> I just bought this. Exactly. I don't know, honey. Exactly. I have no idea. Cheap whipped cream. So, I don't know. Uh, goddamn generic brand piece of shit. Yeah. Canister. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like full of whipped cream, but none of it's coming out because you just gas the fucking thing. Uh, talking about oh you're making me re- relive like every every thanksgiving in my house from like 2002 to 2012 <laughs> pretty much uh, oh yeah. memories man great great mind great great times Memory. um yes yeah, so, no actually there was there was a guy uh who messaged me and i, I don't want to uh, well, names aren't important, but what, what is important is that he wanted to ask us about silica specifically and how, how we, each of us or, 
you know, both of us use silica in our gardens. Um, maybe we can just start by tying it into like a foliar feeding. Is that something you can use? Uh, I think you can foliar feed silica. I may be mistaken on that, but I, I, I don't. Too. I think you can. Um, I don't personally. I, the uh, currently the only way I'm using silica is it's, it's my pH up. So uh, if I'm running heavy on newts, I'll actually like, you know, you basically learn how much you have to add. You want to add that first and mix it in. Okay. And then um, silica is uh, always your... first, right? If you can, I mean, it. If you can't, you, you just don't want to. It's not one of those things you want to just like pour straight into your res. It'll you'll see it like cloud up you know hmm. you want to make uh, you want to like mix it up with with something first and there are different types of silica too that actually won't do that um like i know um there's a company raw raw, raw mpk yeah they make like a bunch of you know different nutrients their silica um won't do that um one i've used in the past company called kelp for less they make like a soluble silica that it doesn't raise your pH, um, but your typical like cheaper silica is, um, they'll all, generally speaking, raise your pH. Gotcha. So that's like by adding it first, it's something that like it'll take its effect pH wise, and then you add all your other nutrients, you check your pH, and then adjust. So Correct. I guess it's giving it time to what, like stabilize out in, in, the, in the solution? Yeah, and just kind of like dissolve itself. So like, you know, when you add your other nutrients, it's not going to like, you know, crystallize or, mm. you know, fall out of solution. Okay. Cool. Cool. Now, I, you know, I don't think, I don't, silica is not something I have ever used um, like in a product form, I will say. No, um, you get it, like, you know, in other ways through different soil mediums, you know, and, and additives you're using. I, it's I like think in, you, so. If you've ever used, like, rice hulls, you're getting silica there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was um, one thing I'm, I was going to say. Like, the rice hulls are kind of really, I have no I imagine, idea. too, that it's in, like, you know, certain rock dusts and stuff like that that are in, you know, your true, soil. True, true. Like, uh, the kind of flower food that I use is like a, a, a phosphorus rock dust sort of thing and bone meal combination. I, I'm i sure there's some in there. Um, it's just not like something I'm uh, supplementing, I, I would say. But yep. I could certainly, I mean, I don't think I wouldn't benefit from using it. It's just not something I've No, I think everybody could benefit from it, really. Um, you mean to supplement it, right? Yeah, that, I would find a way to incorporate it into your regimen, yeah. whether it be organic or not. Um, I mean, you know, there's been a whole other debate lately when it comes to silica. Um, there's a product that I that comes to mind. I'm sure you, you're aware of Power yep, SI. Yep, yep. Um, great product, you know. It's just it's a little out of my price range to incorporate into my grow, and I'm just not 100% sold on whether or not its benefits are if it's juice if the juice is worth the squeeze gotcha. let's just put it that way now there's a, there's um, this so. thing i've been looking at that is um agsil yep. agsil 16 i think 
um, which is like a powdered form of silica. Now, I don't know. One of the things with Power Psi is that it's like the molecular form of silica that can be absorbed by the plant, which... Yeah, monosilicic acid. Yeah, monosilicic acid, exactly. And that's... I, I don't think there's very many products that actually give you that form of silica. Like, the, a lot of no, them... No, it has give to, it to be like, converted. Yeah, they'll give it to you first. like two, two steps down the chain away from that form that then has to be converted by like your your microbial activity or enzymes or that kind of thing but like you know what it, it doesn't take it doesn't take a uh, a long time for that like ag sill to then convert into that monosil Jesus Christ I can't even say the words you know what I'm talking about. To get into that <laughs> plant available form is not going to take that long. So, like, I don't, you know, I think you would benefit just as w just as well from getting something like that as opposed to that, like, you know, brand name uh, plant available product. Yeah, um, I think like the, the there's there's basically in my to the best of my knowledge, there are like three different types of of silica on the market. You have like your potassium silicate, which is like your cheap, definitely like your cheaper run of the mill silica silica product. Then you have products like the raw and probably like the ag silk that are are like a step above um, the other one I mentioned, Kelpfulus. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the like the ones that aren't touching your pH. Those are like the second level. Like, you know what I mean? Those are a decent product that's not going to fuck with your pH and, and uh, give you problems. But um, from all the research I've done, the monosilicic acid seems like the, you know, A1 shit you want to use. I just, I, I don't think that it's worth the, the price yet. I mean, I'd have to run some test parts only to, to really see whether or not it's, it's worth it. Um, I'm sh it's a great product. I just don't know if it's worth it for me to incorporate it yeah. into my cost. You know, to 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 run a whole room with prohibitively it. expensive for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, someone out there, let us know. You know what? Uh, if you're using it, let us know what you think. And uh, you know, if you're a if you're a Power SI rep, you know, get at us. Like, send us a free sample. We'll we'll tell people what we think. And uh, yeah, if it's a great product, I'll <laughs> definitely fucking I use it. I mean, use it if it's good. Uh, and the other thing I've noticed too is they got like a grow and a bloom formula too. So it's like, it's not like you could just buy like one big bottle. Well, you need like two big bottles. You know what I mean? Of different, if you wanted to follow their mm. like regimen, you know. So, good lord, yeah. that's a lot of money. Yeah, you know, and I'm, uh, you know, I spend enough money on shit, like you know. Uh, yeah, dude. On Fuck that. Seeds so. is it's like genetics, man. Genetics is what you should be spending the majority of your money on. Like mm -hmm. at the point after you get like established and set up, you know, that's that's really where your your budget goes to. I agree. Yeah. Um upgrades, you know. Yeah. Pro is expensive. It's okay. a hobby for most people. Oh, yeah. And uh ho hobbies are expensive no matter what you're doing. If you wanna learn to play the guitar or I have another hobby that's fucking just as expensive as RC cars. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, jerking off. 
Yeah, no, that's cheap. That's the great <laughs> thing about that, you know. Um, you know, so it's true, true. It's low budget, I mean, you know. Depends how uh, fancy you want to get with your lube and your your entertainment yeah, while it, you're going at you know? it. But uh, no, what's great about it is you can do it anywhere, you know. So <laughs> what RC cars or jerking off? Both. Hell yeah. Why limit you yourself? Incorporate both at the same time, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be the weirdest guy down at the at the park, that's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mommy, what is he doing? <laughs> oh my god. I don't know how we even got to that, but yeah, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. This is uh I know you missed us. I know you missed us out there. Was I know we've been, I've been getting a lot of messages. People like, "Oh, is everything okay?" Like, "Yeah, it was good." You know, yeah. we both got shit going on, and you know, it's football season, so yeah. I know yeah. I'm a big football junkie, even if my team's not playing. It's, I but, like to. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's like, where else are you gonna get within the same like five minute time frame? Like some some pretty like spot on and hard to come by grow advice. Followed by jokes about RC cars and jerking off. I mean, that's just, <laughs> you can't find it anywhere, guys. No, nope, you can't go in anywhere and get this. You can't. This is true. You can't. We're the, we're the one of a kind, I tell you. One of a kind. Hi. Uh, but yeah, let me see. Um, there was another thing I had in mind I wanted to mention about foliar feeding um ph was was my question yep what do you ph your your nutrient solution to before you foliar feed i usually aim for like high like mid to high sixes it's like six five six eight okay word i was gonna say as close to seven as possible just Yep. you know neutral but um yeah slightly acidic works too just not like yeah nothing too drastic nothing too drastic you go too acidic you'll burn the plants for sure too too alkaline and they won't absorb it so you're just wasting so yeah i would just i mean seven is usually what i go for even when i'm uh you know watering in it's just uh, I'm in soil, you know, it's neutral water is what I shoot for. Um, so, yeah, no, that was just wanted to throw that out there before we moved on to anything else. Um, and, and, yeah, is there anything else you got in mind, man? I mean, shoot, we've been, we've been gone two weeks. We've got to have something we've been we've been working on. Uh, not, not really. You know, that's uh, <laughs> just the name of the game. I mean. We've been going here for about an hour, so I know, it wasn't a short show by any stretch of the imagination. It wasn't. It, wasn't. it, 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 it nah. did fly by. I just feel like... Uh, it like always does. My, it always my does. impulse is to give the audience like double the show, but I guess my, you know, that impulse might just be you know, in the form of like an extra hour-long show sometime later this week. Yeah, maybe we spread it out and we get on, we jump on the uh, old microphone in a couple of days. I think we should, for sure, man. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, as far as shout outs, uh, got anyone in mind or any any new Patreons we could 
throw out there or just want to say? Yeah, we had a couple of new Patreons. Um, I'm not sure if I gave this particular guy a shout out. It was M3R. M3R. Um, that's what he goes by on Patreon. Cool, man. Yep. And then we also have, uh, uh, that could be a real name. So <laughs> maybe, maybe don't, just don't say it, but yeah. You know, thank you um, to everybody who, who I will say up. D E D E. And if you want me to use your real name, just let us know. But thank you D-E. for all the new Patreon we'll call them supporters. D- we appreciate it. Diatomaceous Earth. There you go. Yep. <laughs> What's up? And D-E? Uh, don't forget about merch. We you can go to the website cultivationconversation.com. There's a little tab there. Click on merch. It brings you to the uh, merchandise store: sweatshirts, t-shirts um coffee mugs yeah um i'll be adding a few other things later on this week i have a pretty light week so like a, um, there's a pocket pussy i just posted too cool that's uh, a hot new item you know, grab it before it's gone I'm gonna sell out <laughs> quick <laughs> yeah whoa branded merch got that there you go cultivation conversation uh logo right on there and no i'm i'm, I'm kidding obviously we we don't we keep so it clean said, we keep it clean so if you ever said i don't like that show fuck those guys now you really yeah, can now you're fuck really those guys can. exactly exactly oh my god <laughs> no we don't have that quite yet but hey I, i'll say this much guys if if the people want it i'll make it happen you know, that's, it's not going to be something I come out with on my own accord. But, like, if I get messages and you guys really want this shit, we can talk, all right? We can talk. But y'all a bunch of fucking weirdos, if that's the case. I'll tell you that. So, uh, yeah, dude, it's been fun. It's been fun. I'm, I'm, I I'm miss doing this, and I'm, uh, I'm glad we are back in the saddle, my man. Yeah, glad to... Glad to be back on the mic. Hell fucking yeah. And you sound like a like a professional DJ motherfucker over here with this new microphone. So again, thank you nice. to all the Patreons who made it possible. Yeah, Patreon supporters made this possible. New microphone. And it really wasn't even that expensive. But you just have to spend a decent amount of money on a, on a good mic if you want it to be dependable. Amen. Like that's a, that's the thing they say about it about everything, man. Buy once, cry once. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. and honestly, like even if um, I mean, I there were other mics that I was looking at that were like double the money, but they didn't really seem to be worth. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's it. There's like a a saturation point. Like you can only you know. Unless you want to go out and spend like seven, eight hundred dollars on a microphone, you're yeah. not really getting. No, like you know. listen, if you want to be like audiophile, you know, meticulous with with your your sound quality, like you can spend thousands of dollars on. Yeah, but we're we're recording a podcast. Yep, it's not like you know a fucking music album. Yeah, so. and it's for a bunch of stoners who probably ain't gonna notice or give a fuck. Any, I'm I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I we try to provide you guys, stoners or not, with the highest quality product possible that includes the audio audio quality and sound engineering all that stuff and um yeah we we do try so it, it's harder than it might 
than you might think. Um, so always working on it too. I will say that. So um, yeah, yeah, you do you do a pretty good job. It's no secret that uh, I'm sure people know you do the mixing. So you do a good job with oh, it. I wouldn't call it mixing, but it's I editing. I, I do something. Slight. I do something on the computer that like makes the show. You just click. Yeah, you click a bunch of buttons and yeah, uh, hope for know, the best. Exactly, I cross my fingers and exactly. That's that's how I would put it, pretty much exactly. But um, yeah, it's it's a continuing art that I'm like you know getting better and better at. That you know just hang with us and uh, every show gets better, right? That's that's the way I look at it. I'm just. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm going to be looking that's back the on, on these episodes in like five years, just like, holy shit, what the fuck? As chipper as I sound right now, it's funny. I'll be in bed probably within 10 minutes. <laughs> it's... That fucking RSO, I can feel it like my brain's going wah, 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 wah. Like that nitrous took, took yeah. a fat hit of that, that balloon, man. Yeah, well, see, I, I made some RSO like last week, maybe the week before. And I got used to that, but this one was definitely a little bit stronger. I did my normal dose, and uh, yeah, I'm fucking wrecked. Hell yeah. But I f feel good. Well, I'm going to go spread some of mine on some toast, like you said, and uh, and go there to sleep go, like a baby. So uh, You know what also it works good in, like on the weekends, is coffee. Ooh, it does sound like okay. it just like kind of melts into it, huh? Yeah, so like on the weekends, I I no ninety nine percent of the time, I'm like during the week and in the weekends, I just drink black coffee, no sugar, yeah, no milk. Me too, me too. So a lot of times, I just um, on the weekends though, I'll put like a, like a hot chocolate packet in there or something, mm. Um, mm. mix it up a little bit, little little dab of RSO. Mm. Oh, you're speaking my language, man. That's that that coffee and cannabis combination is called. Uh... The hippie speedball. Oh, dude. <laughs> I Coffee and cannabis are like my fucking life. You kidding me? Yeah, likewise, man. Yeah. Likewise. I like a guy in the morning, man, sipping on my coffee, ripping a couple of heads off the bung. There's fucking nothing like it. Amen. That's, that's you know, great minds, brother. That's the the hippie speedball is 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 not just uh I just wish it didn't have caffeine like I tried caffeinated coffee I can taste the difference I just don't like it cuz I I could drink coffee all day long I just love the taste of it Ah yeah me too well, could be like uh my grandma and drink some sanka <laughs> sanka <laughs> get me some sanka and I so I guess what they just used to call like decaf coffee right I guess, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I've tried a couple of different decaf coffees, and they've come close, but there's just something about the process of the decaffeination that I can just taste in the coffee. Yeah, yeah, Maybe it's yeah. all in my head. No, um, no, but, no. It's, uh, it's not, man, because, I mean, the to bring it kind of full circle, <laughs> the process of decaffeinating coffee is not all that unlike making RSO. Okay. I mean, when you really think, I mean, like that's what, what you're doing is extracting alkaloids from a plant, okay? And like there's all different forms of these alkaloids and there's really only so many ways you can extract them. Like the most common of, wi of which is using uh, like some sort of solvent, alcohol, 
specifically and like people have been you know you you can i remember doing this shit with like uh, uh it was called like wormwood okay and you can mm-hmm. you you can make this stuff called lsa which is a similar substance to like lsd but it's not like uh it's not a regulated substance and it's like you can make it from like something you buy at uh like a garden center right interesting wormwood yeah and and it's just the the process of doing it was just like it was like making rso and what you're left with at the end is this like you extracted the alkaloid from this plant material okay and like i mean just to to throw it out there without getting too much into it it's like there's the alkaloids you can find in plants range from like caffeine to um you know thc to um the you know thing in the stuff in cocaine that gets you high to uh, like opiates to i mean that's every form of like plant medicine every form of uh plant material that affects you <coughs> in some way is an alkaloid and uh yeah there you go man full full circle botany lesson today thanks mr science <laughs> i probably fucked it up in my explanation and like you're gonna want if you're interested at all you're gonna want to go like Actually, I'm gonna have to it, listen to it but... after you after we produce the show because you lost me like two minutes ago. I'm way too yeah, high. Yeah, he's 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 feeling the RSO now. Wah 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 wah. wah. Just sounded like Charlie Brown, like wah 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 wah. That's so funny. Oh my uh, god, man! All right, well, then in that saying that, let's just call it a night, man. I'll talk to you in a couple days, my brother. Thanks everybody for listening. Well. We'll talk to you soon. Yes, we will. Adios, guys. Adios.